0: Oh my god I'm so ready we've recorded this podcast like 17 times literally but you know what I'm gonna it's gonna be like the first time tonight it feels like the first time. <laughs> I was waiting for that I was waiting for that, you know, I always that a
1: song.
0: <laughs> I've had my energy drink I am awake and ready tell Girl, me about the me Rodriguez family
1: too. okay so <laughs> So everybody seems to really like it when I take down people. And uh, believe me when I tell you, like nothing makes me happier than taking down some people that suck. Okay. Yeah. So I am here to take down Jill and David Rodriguez. Now, Julie, prior to me telling you and recording this podcast 17 times, did
0: you know (laughs) never heard of them, still don't really understand who they are. So again, it's like the first time it feels like the
1: first time. <laughs> I can't stop thinking in my head now anyway <laughs> so basically like I have this weird obsession okay and just hear me out mm-hmm. I I was like a hardcore Duggar fan from like back in the day when it was 17 kids and counting and when I say fan like I'm not a fan in the sense that like I think they're amazing people and they're like totally doing all the right things Like, I'm in a fan in a sense of, like, I love watching a train accident.
0: (laughs) It is so fucking weird. I don't understand those people. That woman, she's been pregnant for, like, 20 years of her life.
1: Legitimately, like, 20 years of her fucking life. Can you
0: imagine what her vagina looks like? Not
1: at all. Carry on. So, I had two C-sections. So, like, I mean, even just, like, on a personal level, like, my God, girl. Like I feel for you because two C sections and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like my my abdomen hurts. Like I I don't know about this. Uh,
0: I just I don't get how p- they still have TV shows and spinoffs because. I feel like the only thing that ever happens in that show is someone's pregnant, someone's having a baby, someone's pregnant, someone's having a baby. That I don't understand Adam. what more they can possibly talk about for 20 there's, years on TV. There's nothing.
1: That's all they talk about. I don't get it. That's it. That's it. Like, there's nothing more to get. That's the thing. It's like there's literally nothing to get. It's if I just start
0: popping out kids left and right, does that mean that I can get a TV show and have a career for the rest of my life? Well,
1: if you ask Jill Rodriguez, the answer would be yes. <laughs> All so right, tell me about her. they have a TV show? Okay, so no. Okay, tell me so about it. So Jill and David Rodriguez basically are the wannabe doggers. So they have okay. 13 kids and counting oh because I don't think she's done. But basically jill and david met in 1990 which was the year of my birth oh my god i'm so old whatever you're like two years older than me like i don't (laughs) even want to fucking hear it (laughs) so anyway they met in 1990 at a college and career class at their like church but the thing is like jill was 12 and david was 19 that is so fucking weird Right, so it's weird. And so she claims yeah. that she didn't even notice him until two years later, which would make her 14 and him, what, like 21? Uh, yep. And so then she caught him staring at her. Okay, now, that's fucking disgusting. Let's just say it one more time. Ew. She's 14 and he's 21. So I'm strange. channeling my inner Jillian Pensavalli from True Crime And they're Assess. kind of...
0: They're kind of taking, like, making it sound like a, a
1: fairy tale love story. Right. Yes. Yeah. So every time they tell their story, it's like a fairy tale. Like, oh, we found each other at such a young age. We're so. No, cute. he knew
0: you at such a young age.
1: <laughs> That's different. Yeah. No, it's gross. So <laughs> anyway, so she says that she saw him staring at her then. But then she and her family moved away and came back two years later, which made her 16 and him 23. And so then he, quote unquote, noticed her, but he ignored her because they came from a, quote unquote, different background.
0: Now, do you think he was actually ignoring her or do you think that that's the story they tell now because it's way too creepy to tell the truth?
1: I think that's the story they tell now.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: I think it's gross. No matter how you spin it. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, at that point, she wrote a letter to her pastor and expressed her desire to date this guy. Mm. And so, the second that she turned 18, her pastor played matchmaker. Which is still gross. If you ask me. Still
0: weird. Yeah. None of it. It's all just getting worse, I think.
1: Yeah. It's gross. So they started courting when she was 18 and they got married four months later, which if you know anything about like conservative Christians, like they, they court, they don't date, they court and courting it's is so strange dating to me. with an intention of marriage.
0: Well, and it's like, okay, you're courting one person. This is the only person you've ever courted with ever. So you've never really dated anyone else. You have to do side hugs. You can't kiss. I don't even think they can hold hands, right?
1: Well, a lot of it just depends on, like, your specific courting rules. So, like, that's one thing that I learned from the various duggar marriages is that, like, (laughs) technically every courting couple can set their own rules. But Mm -hmm. um, most of them kind of follow the same rules. So they don't hold hands until they're engaged. And then they don't kiss until they get married that's fucking can do weird hugs, though
0: how can you decide that that's the person you want to love for the rest of your life if you've never even kissed them
1: girl i am of the I mind that like you should live together for a year before you get married so oh, yeah, i'm like, agreeing totally i don't agree, I don't agree.
0: So, you should live together you should make sure you're sexually compatible right. i mean all of the above
1: i mean my whole life well I don't even want to say that my whole life wouldn't be different because like Austin and I lived together for several years before we got married but like
0: and you still got married
1: yeah yeah amazing right we actually called up a wedding so um oh I keep forgetting about
0: that that's so funny
1: well the thing is like when we first started living together we still had two roommates and then both roommates oh, had that's girlfriends, rough. and so that's like, weird, right? Like, and we had the party house because he owned his house, and yeah. we lived in kind of a rural area. And so, like, he had gotten his PhD the year before I met him, and so he was working. I didn't with even
0: him. know he had a PhD. That's what? crazy. I
1: told you this. So my husband's a PhD that in part. computational mathematics. Basically, just makes uh, him Doctor Weirdo,
0: Doctor Math Nerd.
1: Yeah, Doctor Math Nerd. <laughs> um, and since I met him online uh you know like generally when you meet somebody online you're like usually talking to a couple different people and so I yeah. always just referred to him as Dr. Duffy um and so it was like really hard for my friends like once we were actually like in a relationship to like not refer to him as Dr. Duffy because like all of a sudden it got very That's formal <laughs> right but yeah, like to I us it was that. just kind of a joke like his yeah. his screen name when I met him was Guinness for Duff and he had really stupid, um, like, selfies, <laughs> like, mirror selfies.
0: Oh, God. What a douche. He, he's
1: really, like, socially awkward now. He's just, like, super awkward. Like, he doesn't know what's good for him. Like, he was also wearing really stupid, like, little kid polos. Like, I literally oh just gosh. this year. In the past year, I like, I secretly cleaned out his closet and like donated a bunch of his polos and it took him like a really long time to notice and he was like where's my shirt and i was like i don't know Weird. i don't know what happened that's so strange and i know he'll never listen to my podcast so don't you dare ever tell that's
0: him. that's so funny ryan doesn't care about my po- our podcast
1: either i literally was like playing it in the car the other day on the way to trivia and he was like oh yeah that's you <laughs> like, yeah. for, like a, for like a solid five minutes he just thought i was playing some random podcast and he was like oh hey that's you
0: it's so funny because it's, like, something that we are so proud of, you and I, that we just yeah. love it so much. And we're so proud that we even listen to our own show sometimes. And they could not give a shit less. Like, I really try hard less. to,
1: like, not listen to our podcast because, like, I hate the sound of my own voice. And and Julie and I were talking about this earlier, listeners, that, like, we both think our voices are super annoying. But we both find each other's <laughs> voices, like, super good. And so yeah. it's, like, really funny. And I think it's just, like, a a personal thing like anytime you hear yourself recorded you don't like the sound of your own voice. So
0: yeah, I think that's everyone feels that way. I don't know
1: if I ever told you that the time that I was on the radio like years ago.
0: Um I my memory is shit. You can tell me the same story and I won't Okay. So I used to listen <laughs> to this fine. morning
1: show when I lived in Atlanta and like I was like a faithful listener and I called in all the time like they knew who I was when I called in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I gave some dude, it was one of their interns, I gave him his first kiss live on the air. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was, like, the single most awkward moment of my entire life because they, like, purposely would not <laughs> let me meet him prior to. So, like, I talked to him for, like, a second, and I was like, do you want to meet? And he was like, I have to study. And I was like, okay, oh well, just remember, i give you your first kiss tomorrow. So, like, if you want to meet, let me know. <laughs> That's so And funny. so then, like, I had to be at the radio station, like, 45 a.m. Even though we didn't go on the air until much later, and so like I lived an hour and a half away from the radio station, so I was up at like three a.m., like showering oh and like getting ready, and like I went shopping and I was like buying all these outfits. And that I was, like, been a deal my mom, breaker for like, me! Should I wear this? And the outfit that I wore is so two thousand and nine. Had like <laughs> a. It was like it was like a a white tank. That was attached to like a blue kind of like longish shirt that also had a wide belt attached to it. It was it was aggressively two thousand and nine. And now when I look back at pictures from that day, I'm like, oh my god! And there's actually still a YouTube video. Um, If anybody's actually interested, you can YouTube. intern kyle first kiss and it'll most likely come up and you'll see my uh
0: you should we should put that on
1: i will i will but it was you can see my 20 year old mug (laughs) giving this super (laughs) awkward first kiss and it was it was embarrassing but it was great (laughs) mostly it was great because i got to meet like the people of that radio show and one of them was leaving the show and so i like i gave her this like little handwritten note about how much i appreciated her and her stories that she gave because she was a lesbian who had um required a live donor for a kidney and then she had um had a surrogate baby with her partner and then the she didn't break her partner like right after that baby oh wow i just found her story so inspirational and like she left and so like i got to like meet my basically my idol like, my local idol. Nice. And um, she actually kept in touch with me for a while, and it was really nice. So that was cool. That's awesome. But let's get back to the Rodriguez's, because we've gotten way yeah. off course, as <laughs> usual. The yush. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the yush. So um, they, they started courting, and they got married four months later. And so then she went to cosmetology school. And at the same time, she also helped her husband start two churches. Now, <laughs> at this point, I would like to implore all of you to go check out their Instagram. Um, <laughs> it's Rodriguez Family Serving Jesus and it's Rodriguez with an S not a Z. Uh, <sighs> and you will see her face and you will be like, she seriously went to cosmetology school? Okay. <laughs> Alright. It's bad. Her eyeliner basically goes to the tip of her nose. Oh my god. Um... And if, for those of you who don't know, because you probably don't know what I look like, basically, I am not an attractive person, however. I oh, have... yes, you are. Shut up. Shut up. Jinx. Shut your mouth. You owe me a drink. Um, <laughs> basically, like, I am not an attractive person, however. That's not one of my, um One of my, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, coping mechanisms for my, like, generalized anxiety and my major depressive disorder is doing makeup. Um, that was one of the things that I found out in my early twenties that like I actually really enjoyed doing was makeup and so I started watching like a lot of makeup tutorials on YouTube and um it's basically like one of the only things that I'm actually like proud of that I can say, like, yeah, I actually do that well. Like most things I'm like, no, I really you are do that fantastic well. at doing makeup. But I'm pretty good at doing makeup and I and I really enjoy yeah. it. That's the thing. It's like even if it doesn't turn out well, like I enjoy trying. Um and so, like, when I'm in a really, like, big funk, I'll usually just try something really random, and it's usually like, in the middle of the day. So, like, by the time I go to pick up my kids, like, I have, like, this full glam face because I'm, like, trying, like, a weird smoky eye. <laughs> and my babysitter's like, oh, hey, what are you, what, what she want to <laughs> do? Yeah, I was just having a funk day. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> she never wears makeup, and she's gorgeous. Like, she's so cute. But it's just funny because she's like, oh, she can usually, like, already tell that I've had a bad day if I show up in, like, full glam.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Wait, is this Rodriguez related or do we get
1: lost again? No, no, no. So, Jill Rodriguez has, like. Oh, she said, okay, yeah, yeah. She has a cosmetology degree, like, supposedly, but, like, her makeup is terrible. Yeah. It's god awful. (laughs) And so, anyway, so they, like, started two churches and somewhere in there like she miscarried their first child and so, oh, that's so sad. The, yeah and that is sad because i've had a bunch of miscarriages like i get it um <laughs> they didn't get pregnant again for seven months and so she felt like she was being punished by god for something that she did and so when she finally got pregnant again they named their first child nari not marie but Nuri. It's spelled Nuri. I hate it. It's spelled N-U-R-I-E. It's god awful. I hate it. It's awful. Thanks, I hate it. Um, <laughs> and so from then they moved from Rochester, New York to Queens. And then she basically just started having kids like a fucking rabbit.
0: Of course. Huh. As so. you do.
1: As you do. Mm-hmm. Um, If anybody reads the Ashley's Reality Roundup you can catch that little Easter egg right there as you do. <laughs> so basically they moved to Queens and then she started teaching a young married couples class and they, they did this for roughly like 11 years. So in this time she had five kids in four years. Oh my God. Let what me, a nightmare. Let me say that one more time. She had five children that in sounds four horrible. years and none of them were twins. Sounds terrible. So she said that she felt overwhelmed. Yeah, no shit. I feel overwhelmed and I have two. (laughs) Like, my God. I'm
0: overwhelmed and I have one and she does her own thing. She's almost 13. Right.
1: Right. Like Like,
0: practically takes care of herself. I didn't, I couldn't make dinner last night because I had the worst migraine ever. And she made me a quesadilla with a side of ice cream and took care of me.
1: That was honestly the cutest thing. When you text me that, like I almost (laughs) cried. She is such are, a My kids heart. are still too young and like they mean well and they want to help, but like they don't know how. So, like, oh, trust me, are...
0: she's made me a lot of questionable meals. So, yeah, no, but like
1: my <laughs> kids are still in the mommy, 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 yeah, mommy, yeah, mommy, a- like age. And now there's two that's of them. I'm that not sure if I want to
0: have anymore. It
1: Girl, it's a trap. Don't do it. Although, I know that's why I'm like, uh, eh, I'm good. So, maybe, like, well, you know, the thing is, like, My whole thing was if I was ever going to have one kid, I was going to have two because I've seen so many of my friends have to deal with, like, the death of their parents by themselves. And, like, even my mom said, like, you know, dealing with the death of her dad, like, she was the one that took care of her parents for the majority of their life. And her older brother, this should give you some hope her older brother is 16 years older than her. They had a middle brother that my grandparents adopted who was eight years older than her and eight years younger than my other uncle. And he passed away before anybody. Um, he, mm. he was like, into drugs and all that stuff. So like he had hepatitis and cirrhosis and all that oh, stuff. So geez. he died in his 50s. And it was very sad, but it was expected. So right. what it was time for like my grandfather to die. He was 88 and so like my, like I said my uncle's 16 years older than my mom but she was the nurse so she was the one that ended up taking care of her parents and she's like you know it was his turn to help like when he died like it was his turn right and so when like my grandmother was becoming eminent and my mom was trying to be here for me because I had postpartum psychosis with Lorelai and Lorelai had special needs and so like she was just trying to be here for me and so my grandma ended up going to live with my uncle in Miami even though that was never the plan um you know she felt guilty about it and so did I because my grandmother basically like raised me because my mom had to to work all the time Uh, she was like it's his turn it's his turn and like but I can only imagine like if it had just been her like right it would be to deal with and so I always thought like okay if
0: I have one kid, I'm going to have two. I, I always wanted Vanessa to, to have siblings cuz I've always I've always been an only child. So, yeah. I always that's wanted true. her to have siblings, but then again I worry like such a huge age gap with well, her turning not, But that's 13 what I'm telling you, months. like
1: my my mom and my uncle are still very close even though they're 16 years apart. Like that's it's good. just it's a that's different really dynamic. Good. And right. so like one of the things that she always talks about is like when my uncle was trying for his first child and they were unable to have kids um they ended up adopting and so like by the time they adopted like she was 17 when they had their first kid yeah. and so like she literally lived with them for like two years and was basically like my cousin's nanny and yeah. like and she loves that so like my cousin you know he's like in his late 30s now and but, like she just still has a special bond with him and i think that's super cool
0: Yeah, I think Vanessa will be a really good big sister one day because she does have the maternal instincts to take care of you when you're not feeling well and everything. Right. And so, I mean, like, I think there's
1: something to be said about having, like, a significant age gap. Like, it's a different kind of bond than you would have, like, with a sibling that's just a couple years apart. Like, my brother, my biological brother and I are five years apart and we're still best friends. And then I was fortunate enough to have two step-siblings and my stepsister is only a year older than me and oh, well. her name is melanie so it's kind of funny honestly um that's why my my dad just <laughs> called Look, me m confusing. yeah no my dad just called me m and so that's why we like when the other podcast <laughs> called me miranda i was like yeah, i'm used to it dude like my mom's mary sue i'm melinda my sister's Mel- melanie my aunt my my dad's sister is melissa and then my sister had to go and name her daughter miley and then like we had best friends named Megan and I have a cousin named Megan and Michael and I have a cousin named Melinda because my <laughs> uncle who passed away um forgot I existed because he was on drugs. And so
0: <laughs> he oh named his God. daughter Melinda,
1: but spelled differently. So
0: Wow. There you go. That's that is too confusing. You would have to go through fifty names before you yeah. get to
1: you. So that's why my dad just called me M. And you know what? Like I love it. Like I, I plan on getting in another tattoo. I don't plan on getting many more tattoos just because of the line of work that i tend to be in even though i'm trying to change jobs like you know i try to keep it kind of chill and then my husband's not huge into tattoos which is fine like i don't really care it's not up to him like it's my body it's not his but you know i i also want to be respectful of any kind of job that i'm in but i really want to get the letter m tattooed on me somewhere um in my dad's handwriting yeah. I, I have a dragonfly tattoo for him on my clavicle. Yes. Um because since he's died like uh he basically just appears like dragonflies um everywhere. Even even last weekend when I was like oops I'm in Texas like and we went to do um 3-year-old pictures for my niece who's 2 weeks younger than my oldest daughter. We went down to the river in Texas and it was literally, I'm not exaggerating y'all, the real feel was 120 degrees. Julie can attest. I sent the screenshot to her. <laughs> Have your melting face. And my melting face. I was like I am dying. <laughs> um please, I would like a viking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was really cool because we would just like went to this random like river basin in Texas um so that my niece could take some pictures and they had this little like little mermaid outfit for her and we went down to this little area where there was no people and there were dragonflies everywhere like out of nowhere like dragonflies were just like surrounding the whole place so that was really cool
0: i love it
1: once again back to the (laughs) rodriguez my god we're never gonna get through this go right and, ahead and it's really worth. it's no i mean it's worth getting through so like that's the thing so they started teaching the young married couples class and she had the five kids in four years and she was like i'm so overwhelmed so like they start natural family planning but obviously they sucked at it because by the time <laughs> that she was 30 she had nine kids nine and under that, that sounds
0: like a nightmare
1: so, I will be 30 this year. I have, Can you imagine? I have two kids, three and under. If I had nine kids, nine and under, I would literally yeet myself off a bridge. <laughs> and make sure that I died by the time I hit the I water.
0: couldn't do it. I'm not that kind of mom. Hell no. I'm I don't not, have it in I'm me. I'm not that
1: mom. Like, I don't have it in me to have the two. Yeah. But thankfully for her, after her ninth kid, she didn't get pregnant for a whole 18 months. And then she had a miscarriage again, which is unfortunate. But here's where she fucked up. She chose to handle this miscarriage at home instead of going to the hospital. And she ended up hospitalized because she had massive blood loss and ended up with, like, transfusions and an emergency DNC. Um, And then on top of that, like, she tried to refuse the DNC. Because that's not what God wanted. I'm like, Girl, What does gonna- DNC mean? It's a. Um, you would ask me that. It's.
0: I know the DNRs do not resuscitate. No,
1: it's something in curettage. Oh my gosh, what does the D stand for? Basically, uh, it's like where they go and scrape out your uterus. Oh. To get rid of the why? Lip- well, because like if you have a miscarriage and the whole miscarriage like doesn't occur, like if it's a partial miscarriage, so there's still like. Uh-huh. um like, part of a placenta in there, it can, if it doesn't all come out, then it can cause major infection and sepsis, and so oh, they basically wow. they just have to go in and scrape it all out so that you don't, like, end up with a massive infection.
0: That sounds intense. I cannot
1: think of the word for it.
0: That's fine. I get it.
1: Anyway. <laughs> Something like curatage, okay? I remember half of it. Um. But it sucks, basically, the bottom line is that it sucks.
0: dilation and curatage.
1: Thank you. It's basically- if the cervix
0: is torn, your doctor can apply pressure medicine to. St- oh, this is intense. So,
1: basically, what I didn't want to say, but it, just to, to paint a picture, basically, a DNC is kind of like an abortion. Um, okay, so
0: it says, it says dilation and curatage refers to the dilation of the cervix and surgical removal of part of the lining of the uterus and or right. content of the uterus by scraping and scooping. Right. It is a therapeutic gynecological procedure as well as the most often used method a first trimester miscarriage or abortion right. so okay so that's why she was um refusing it and yeah. refusing it because she saw it as like you know right. having an it was it
1: wasn't natural
0: right but, okay
1: but in that case like with a miscarriage like it's your it's it's like for a health reason it's not right. just like it's
0: not like your choice to your do choice. it
1: like the baby is gone which is unfortunate and i'm not, i don't even want to say like oh the baby is dead but like Right, the baby has unfortunately passed away, and mm-hmm. at this point, is a health risk to you, which should appeal to her as she has nine other children. Well,
0: exactly. There's no point in keeping the baby in there if it's passed right. away. It's just not. It's healthy literally, for you.
1: it's literally just a health risk at that point. Like, right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Your baby is gone, and that's terrible. Like, I'm not taking that away from her at all, but at that point like you have 900 children to think about and so at that point like it's in your best interest to have this dnc um and so she ends up with the dnc after all the massive blood loss and transfusions and then she has two more miscarriages after that so it took her a total of three years to have another baby wow so okay fine so after (laughs) that happened david her husband quit his job and he started a printing ministry and they moved to west virginia
0: okay now now how did they have the money to support nine children and the two of them did he own a business or something do you know what he did No,
1: he was just working for the church they were both working for the church that's even worse yeah
0: Oh my god. So here's where it
1: gets like weird. Okay. So by this time it's 2014 and they attended a Dugger book signing.
0: And there, also- there's uh, there's very few places I'd rather be. Right. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. right. I I mean I well, I probably said that right, but a uh, wrong. I I would not ever want to be there. Is what I mean to say.
1: No. Wait, I think I got. <laughs> sounds horrible so basically like yeah they they attended this book signing and like basically she just became obsessed with the Duggars. um and so after that they were excommunicated from their church in new york and now there's not a lot of like info as to why but basically i think that it all boils down to the fact that they are like insane
0: oh well yeah that makes sense do you know what church what kind of church they were going to i don't I don't.
1: Okay. Um I probably should have known that at some point. I'm pretty sure it was like an evangelical Baptist church. And most of the um fundamentalist Christian people come out of like a Baptist type church. Which is funny cuz like I was raised really other Baptist and we weren't that insane. So I don't know. But she tried yeah, to Yeah, so go... I just
0: looked it up and it was a Baptist church in was, West yeah. Virginia.
1: Yeah. It's so well, interesting that wasn't though, the because... church that they were excommunicated from though cuz the church oh, that they were okay. excommunicated from was in New York because she tried to go back home to New York for a funeral of a friend and they would not let her in. That is so weird. And she basically like lost her shit. She said that she was under spiritual attack and like she just like could not stand for this basically.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. So Around this time, she also had another miscarriage. And by the end of 2014, she was pregnant with their 12th child. So her husband completely quit his job and convinced her to give up their rental house and sell all of their stuff, including her cat and her fish, at a yard sale. And they bought a 38 foot RV for themselves to live in. Now, that is two adults and 12 mm-hmm. children in an rv
0: (laughs) now i would absolutely love to live in an rv um but you know ryan and vanessa are totally against it but oh that sounds like a dream but not with that many kids like you would have like three feet of space no 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 not at all not with that many children it's just
1: you would have what two feet of space per person per person yeah i don't even know awful Like, it's insane. And so, that's where it gets fucked up, because I've seen pictures on their Instagram of their 38-foot trailer, and they literally had their babies in cages. Not, like, little corners of the RV. They were in, like, legitimate cages in an RV. Uh, How does that work? And then they had these, like, pallets in the middle of the RV that, like, all of the kids slept in. So... Like, literally, all these kids are just in this teeny-weeny little space. They're piled on top of each other like blankets. Oh and God. and the babies are in cages. They're in cages, That's like, insane. on top of each other. Like, dogs in a fucking, like, breeder factory. Like, it's That's awful. Insane. It's god-awful. It, I, like, every time I think about it, like, I just want to throw up. And so they started their own little, like, Christian ministry, and they began, quote-unquote, preaching, praising, and printing as they went. So, like, they basically, they print the little tracts that, so, like, people hand you, like, the $100 bills that have, like, Jesus loves you in the back.
0: Oh, you mean the, um, quote, tips that religious people will leave after running your ass to death at the restaurant when you're serving them? <laughs> yep. And, and you I'm might be lucky to if there's a couple minute. dollars under that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm going to come back to that oh, in a minute. But that's the worst thing, ever. I want to tell you a story. Tell me a story. I have to, like, compose myself. Okay. 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 So I haven't ever gotten to this story with Julie <laughs> in our many recording sessions of these people. So, in 2015, Jill's sister, Amy got into a horrible car accident. Now, Amy had a twin sister, and I cannot remember the twin sister name because Jill doesn't care about the twin sister. All she cares about is Amy. So Amy had several children, and she and her kids and her husband were in the car, and they were driving all night to go to their family's house for Easter. Okay. So they're eight miles from home. And the story is, and it's kind of the rumor, and I I can't, like, confirm it for certain... But the husband fell asleep at the wheel. They got into a terrible car accident, and Sister Amy became a paraplegic. Like, she broke her neck really, really high up. So, like, she is, like, a super – she's not a paraplegic. She's a quadriplegic. Okay. That's awful, right? So, like, her kids – Oh, yeah. Her kids were okay. Like, her husband's okay. But, like, now Sister Amy is a quad. Right. And so she was in the ICU for, like, a really long time. She was in a coma, and then she, you know, was, like, learning how to speak again. Like, she cannot use her arms. She cannot use her legs. Like, she's super high up. And as an occupational therapist, I can tell you, like, this is fucked up. Like, that's bad. Because she broke her cervical spine. So basically any part of your cervical spine is going to at least control your arms. So even if you broke, like, the bottom of your cervical spine, like, you're going to have some issues with your arms. And she's pretty high up, so she's lucky to be alive. But, while Sister Amy was in the ICU, in and out of a coma, Jill chose to exploit this situation and get her 15 minutes of fame. So, she posts all these poor, pitiful me pictures and videos, like, where she's literally videoing herself in front of her, like, comatose sister's body. I'm like, oh, my God, my sister, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. But then she had videos of, like, her kids singing outside of the hospital, like, which would be inspirational if she wasn't such an asshole. But here's where she hits, like, peak asshole. Okay. Her sister is still in the ICU, and at this point she's talking. This bitch throws herself a gender reveal party. In the hospital waiting room.
0: Oh my God. This can't be real.
1: This is real life. There's video. No.
0: Mm-hmm. That is insane. Who does shit like that?
1: Jill Rod. <laughs> Girl, I'm giving. Like, she makes this whole video and she's like, oh yeah, I love my sister Amy. Okay, we're going to do this whole fucking thing because she would want me to do this. I'm like, bitch, she is not she give would a want fuck.
0: Who me- would want you to do that? Like, <sighs> So i hate her i don't she, even know really anything about her i hate she, her
1: yeah exactly like everybody hates her. Like, <laughs> when i found out about these people like i didn't know a dick about her and i was like i fucking hate this bitch and then like, the how more, long have I mean, you enough, been watching uh stuff about these people um it's probably been about a year now which i'll get into okay. how i found out these people at the end because okay. I, I don't want to color the whole thing but okay. anyway so like she and her husband go into the bathroom, like, literally in the ICU waiting room, and she's wearing a white t-shirt, and they bring in, like, little paint, and they come out, and, like, they walk out, and her husband's got her ha- his hands on her belly, and then he takes them off, and, you know, it's, like, got the paint, and they're like, aha, it's a girl or a boy. I don't even know, because I don't care. <laughs> I think it was a girl. It was a girl. It's basically disgusting. Like... <sighs> I can tell you for a fact if my sister was in the ICU and had just become a quadriplegic, like, the last thing I would think about was the gender of my fucking baby. Not to say that, like, it's not important for her to, like, feel connected to her pregnancy, but, like, the fact that she's making it all about her and even to this day where it's been five years since Sister Amy's accident, like, she still refers to her as my sister, the quadriplegic. That's so weird. Yeah, like, always. Like, my sister Amy, the quadriplegic. Or my sister Amy in the wheelchair. I'm like, oh, my God. God. Trashy. She basically, like, assumed her sister's identity and, like, brings it up as often as possible. This bitch, girl, are you ready? Are you sitting down?
0: (laughs) Yes, I am.
1: Okay. (laughs) I just went down in my notes and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about this. She threw (laughs) her sister, who was at this point awake and aware... A funeral. What? Wait, she threw a funeral like in a church with people in attendance wearing black. Funeral. But- she had a whole eulogy with pictures and a slide. But she didn't
0: die, right?
1: She didn't die. This bitch is still alive. Uh, oh my god!
0: I don't understand.
1: Oh, this bitch wrote a whole-ass eulogy, and it rhymed. Oh, like, God. in random areas, it rhymed. It rhymed. It rhymed! I'm sorry. I just yelled directly into the microphone, and I'm sorry for everybody. She's but like insane. I'm so angry about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. It rhymed! Okay. <sighs> I'm okay. 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 So, mm-hmm. her sister is i can't say she's fine but like she's home from the hospital (laughs) like she's moving on with her life she's in a wheelchair like she's a quadriplegic so i mean like it's rough it's rough but like this woman has kids and a husband (laughs) like right she's not dead to recap she's not dead (laughs) she had a funeral but she's not dead okay that is so weird So, to further cement these people as, like, huge assholes, they, around this time, like, the same time, they go to IHOP. (laughs) They go to IHOP. Which, I love IHOP. I love pancakes. I love breakfast. I'm fat. Okay? Like, I want a (laughs) stack of chocolate chocolate chip pancakes with scrambled eggs and cheese and extra crispy bacon. Like, that's what I want in my life. Um, actually for most of my life because my birthday is the day after Christmas so most people don't want to do anything on my birthday my mom would take me to IHOP for breakfast because that was my fave and then like she would have everybody give me money for Christmas and my birthday and so I would go shopping on my birthday because everything goes on sale the day after Christmas so I could buy whatever I wanted for my birthday and so I'm like this bitch ruined IHOP for me and I'm <laughs> mad about it so basically they go to IHOP And Jill goes into the bathroom, and oh, my God, this man walks into the bathroom. Oh, my God. And so she has, like, a complete bitch fit, unlike our kind of bitch fit, which is warranted. (laughs) And she sees this man, like, touching up his makeup, or her makeup, excuse me. This woman touching up her makeup. And she goes out, and she's like, David. There was a man in the bathroom. And he's like, oh hell no. So they call over the manager and they're like, There was a man in the bathroom. And the man the manager is like, Yeah, okay, it's our employee. Like, it's fine. Like, they identify as a woman. It's fine. You're fine. Everybody's fine. They will not stand for this. They call the police. (laughs) They call the police and they're like, There was a not
0: bathroom. When was this? Was this like when all the bathroom arguments started happening? Mm, yeah, it was like 2016, 2015. Yeah. Okay.
1: It all was right. it was at the height of like the craziness. But like the thing is, like, bruh. Like they weren't doing anything wrong. <sighs> they were like fixing their makeup. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, if I walked into the bathroom at any point between the time I was, I don't know, 10 and now. And I walked in and there was a person who looked like a man but identified as a woman fixing their makeup. And I'm like, do you want some help? Yeah. Like, I got you, girl. Yeah. Who cares? Like, excuse me, can I just wash my hands? Like, you're cool? Well, I'm unfortunately,
0: cool? this is like a
1: crazy Christian thing. Right. But anyway. So, basically, they're gigantic bigots and they suck. <laughs> anyway. So, let's move on. So, their youngest child to date was born in 2018 and it's important to note that around this time jill started selling plexus of course and this is where she became like a person like a like a person of note so jill starts selling plexus and you know and anybody that doesn't know plexus is like a series of like half health drinks half energy drinks Like, one of their big things is their pink drink, which, like, helps you lose weight, but it gives you energy, and blah, blah, blah. Like, basically, it's just a bunch of bullshit. But, like, she was hawking pink drink and drinking pink drink, and, like, it was – that was her thing. But she was pregnant at the time. And it even says on the pink drink label, like, do not consume while you're pregnant. She obviously didn't listen. So, in 2018, their youngest child, Janessa, was born – and it was revealed to be true that she had a stroke in utero. And in addition to that, she had a cyst in her brain and was missing her corpus callosum. Now your corpus callosum is basically the center of your brain. It's what connects the left and the right side of your brain. So it has a very important role in controlling your like actions, your thoughts, your everything, basically. Like it's it's this it's the center of your brain like it's like computer right well and i'm assuming
0: that the that the plexus has like caffeine in it or something yeah so
1: it it can basically directly affect like the development of um an infant's brain oh yeah because you know it's obvious like you're not supposed to consume caffeine when you're pregnant that being said i consumed caffeine when i was pregnant with both times but it's oh, different when you're consuming like a diet pill basically or a diet drink right? like it's entirely different because it has like yeah. massive amounts of caffeine and like massive amounts of like these other things that you're not necessarily yeah supposed it's like speed it. Yeah, it's basically speed
0: it's very different from a cup of
1: coffee right like I, I let myself have a, a diet Pepsi every day like I wasn't drinking like fucking methamphetamines right <laughs> but Also, around this time, her two oldest daughters got into a terrible car accident. They really flipped their car multiple times. They landed upside down in a creek. And they were both, like, in the hospital after that. But she made it very clear that she favored her eldest daughter. And that made it, like, really awkward. Also, around this time, her oldest son, Timothy, left home and went to Moody Aviation School like way across the country to be a missionary pilot, and so like they basically they have this entire curriculum for missionary pilots. They, you know, it's like literally you can just Google Moody Aviation School like missionary pilot program, and you can get their entire curriculum. You can get the the schedule of tuition. Wow. Whatever, whatever. Like it's it's very upfront, like more so than most colleges, you know, where you kind of have to like ask for information and like ask how much tuition is and yada yada. Like it's literally right, right there. Yeah. So yeah. he basically flunked out of the school after like one or two semesters, but okay. really, it was because they couldn't afford the tuition, but. They tried to blame it on the college not being clear in their price, but like I said, literally you can Google it. It's rather <laughs> <laughs> like all you have to do is be like Moody Aviation School uh, tuition schedule, and like it's 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 literally in black and white. It's oh, wow. unbelievable. So after <laughs> dear Timmy, who looks like a psychotic person <laughs> like flunks out of that school he goes to another school closer to home to become a pilot like that is his quest is to become a pilot right so he goes to that school for a couple of months and then he basically learned everything that he needed to learn according to jill <laughs> and then he moves that's back impressive home. yeah right So around the same time, like, Jill and David are building their quote-unquote dream home in West Virginia so that they don't have to live in a travel trailer anymore, basically. Right. So they move into their house, and then dear Timmy moves next door. So the one thing that I left about these kids, because I just wanted to come back to it, is, like, one of the most important things. So. Sorry, I had to take a drag of a cigarette because I just have to think about this for a second. Like, oh my god! <laughs> so there's 13 kids. All of these kids are the most malnourished kids you've ever seen in your life. Like, they all. Look oh, like I
0: did cool look. Cigarette. I did look at the one daughter, and I was like, oh my gosh, she looks oh. unwell.
1: She looks unwell. And, the thing and we're
0: not—we don't like body shame here. But this girl, she does not look healthy. These girls, these kids, look very underfed.
1: Basically. So as much as like the Rodriguez's are obsessed with the Duggars, like somebody even just the other day posted in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in about them.
0: Uh huh.
1: She posted a picture of the, like, six-year-old Duggar girl and then the six-year-old Rodriguez girl. And they're literally, like, they were born five days apart and they look years apart. Like, they're so malnourished. Wow, that's crazy. And so underfed. Like, it's so sad because, like, it's obvious that their growth is stunted. Like, this... this I mean, do you think that they're... Literally looked like my three-year-old. Now, my three-year-old is a giant. And so, like, I can only say so much because my my just-turned-three-year-old is 40 pounds and 40 inches.
0: But do you think that she's intentionally wanting to keep them small or that they just can't afford all the kids that they have
1: both? Okay. Because she's constantly talking about like being trim and being, you know, beautiful or whatever. And like her daughter Nari is engaged and her wedding is actually next week, which is one of the reasons I am determined to get this episode out. We've literally been recording this episode for, like, three weeks. <laughs> um, She's marrying a quasi-Dugger in, like, three weeks. So, Nari, their oldest child, is engaged to Nathan Keller. Nathan Keller is the brother of Anna Keller, also known as Anna Dugger. And she married the oldest Dugger boy.
0: Oh, yeah, the, the child molester. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So the Rodriguezes were actually invited to Ginger Duggers wedding. But and then Jill Rodriguez leaked the details of Jill's wedding to the paparazzi. She posted it on her Instagram.
0: I don't understand why the paparazzi gives a shit about anybody in okay. the Duggars uh, getting part, married.
1: They do. So it's not. It's so weird. Aside, but like, well, I mean, they have a TV show, so whatever. Like people yeah, are weird. In, people are interested. Who cares? But yeah. Neither here nor there. Jill totally screwed the pooch because Jill, uh, Ginger was trying to have like a really private wedding. And Jill blasted it on her Instagram. She literally posted a picture of the invitation. <laughs> And so they got to. Wow,
0: um, why did she do that? Because she's a fame whore. Well, yeah. That's I mean, crazy. that's literally
1: it. Like, she wants to be in with the Duggers, so now she has an in with the Duggers because her daughter is marrying a quasi Dugger. <sighs> Not that Goodness. it matters, but. Right. I guess it matters. Whatever. And so basically, all of it went to shit because Jill is a fame whore. But like her poor children, like Nari, if you go on their Instagram and you look at the pictures of when she quote unquote graduated high school, which was homeschool, and you look at the pictures, that of still her, counts, like, doesn't right it? Before, well, yeah, yeah. If they actually <laughs> like taught them something, which I right, doubt they did. Exactly. Um, but. Like the pictures of her graduation just a couple of years ago versus now, like she's lost so much weight and she did not have any weight to lose. Like she looks like a skeleton, and it's so sad. Sad, yeah. And all these girls, like when she posts pictures of their 18th birthdays or their graduations or whatever, they have these like perfect like 80s hair bouffants. I'm like, yeah, the hair is so old school. Like it's very like weird. It's very like uh lds mormon hair yeah it's really weird it's very strange so the whole thing is weird and like brother timothy is super strange and now he's trying to be like a singer or something but like he just posted this <laughs> super weird like music video and it's very disturbing and uncomfortable to watch of course but he apparently learned everything he needed to learn about being a pilot so now he's like done with pilot school and he lives next door <laughs> whatever um so basically like that's where they're at now like they're just waiting for Naris wedding to the quasi dugger and i think they're hoping to get like a tv show out of it like she's constantly posting on instagram about her plexus business and like they post like their everyday shit and they're just
0: do they have a lot of followers
1: uh, you know i actually don't know i should look um
0: i wonder how they've built this following
1: though from the duggers so Going back to this, like, but I... do they actually
0: know the Duggars other than yeah. the the daughter marrying the brother the brother in law? Well, yeah, because they
1: all kind of run in the same circles as far as like, gotcha. you know, like the homeschool stuff, and then, like I said, like she, they obviously knew them well enough that they started courting and got engaged,
0: right? Gotcha.
1: So, like, I guess they know each other semi well Um, it's just strange at this point like I don't even know how they have people that follow them I guess partially it was through Plexus and partially it was through Duggars and I think it's like carefully chosen hashtags and so I found out about them through a Facebook group for like basically snarking on fundamentalist Christian families. Okay. Um they have 6800 followers. That's not really anything. I mean, it's more than we have.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but we'll get there.
1: I'm just saying. So like she loves to post pictures like oh we're having a girl stays out or like oh look we're having a birthday party but it's like she'll post like a picture of one roast chicken and she's like yeah it's thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like how the fuck are you feeding your whole family? Like <laughs> I can't
0: I can't wait to post the photos of the hairstyles cuz that just blows my mind.
1: 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 24 25 so, they put they, they had 25 cupcakes for their kid's birthday party. Their most recent kid's birthday party. What?
0: But, mm. like, okay. That sounds weird.
1: It's just odd. Yeah, it's
0: They're just not They're very enough. odd
1: people. Like, and they, she, the, the weirdest, one of the weirdest things that I ever read between them is that, like, she bought all of her daughter's wedding dresses from a thrift store, like, years ago. And, like, so, basically, like, they have to... Fit into these wedding dresses that you picked years and years and years and years and years. Yeah, how
0: down? would you even know if they'd be able to fit in them, oh, or how they would start her
1: children? Like she's still, she's still breastfeeding her youngest daughter Janessa, the one that's missing part of her brain. And, like okay, fine, whatever. Like how old is she? She's two and a half. She was born mm-hmm. 2018, so I mean, yeah. But like.
0: I'm not down with the long-term breastfeeding. I mean, but I think we'll we've discussed that, that before. Don't
1: judge people that do that. I do. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to keep our followers from hating us.
0: Um, I'm just trying to tell the truth.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> anywho, carry on. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, like the whole thing is strange. Like she's got kids in closets in her new house. Like she's got a literally yeah, like a uh, like a Chase lounge in her bathroom, a la like uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> I don't know if you do. You remember I MTV love a Chase crib, lounge though. Where like Mariah uh, I Carey just, had like a I Chase just lounge to... in the middle of her kitchen. Oh, did you listen to I... TRP? <laughs> Yeah, I just listened to that episode. Uh, I was going to text uh, you yesterday when I listened to it. And I was like, you need to listen to Total Request Pod. Um, shout out to Jody and Amanda over at Total Request Pod. Yeah, no, we love your show. Like, we love your show. We're not trying to copy your show, but we're kind of trying to copy your show. <laughs> <laughs> we love your show. Um, but honestly, like, we love Jody and Amanda, and we will die on that hill. Um, they oh, yeah. have two of the funniest podcasts we've ever heard. And yeah we love we them We love them and so. we want to meet them like honestly i would fangirl oh, yeah. the fuck out if i even got to talk to <laughs> either of them like it's up there with um uh what's it called what's my other favorite podcast julie oh my god uh true crime obsessed, true crime obsessed. oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's how tired i am i can't even remember the names of my favorite things that's why i have julie <laughs> she's my best friend i've never met her um, Yeah, but like if i met uh Patrick Hines and Jillian Pittsbolly. Like I would like piss my pants.
0: That's weird. I don't think you want to say that. They might not want to meet you
1: now. I mean, I won't pee in front of them. Like, I'll wait until later and then pee my pants. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I just So Julie and I like share um Patreons. So like she's Shh,
0: don't tell anyone. It's illegal. It's
1: not illegal. <laughs> We're basically one person.
0: It's highly frowned
1: upon. Uh, okay, never mind. Forget I said that.
0: I'll cut that. Okay, cool. Just kidding.
1: I'm not gonna cut that. <laughs> oh, no, that's say that. like uh, Jill and David Rodriguez are pieces of shit, and you should go follow them at um, Rodriguez Family Services. No, you at,
0: shouldn't. Don't make follow fun of them. them. Follow make fun us. Of them.
1: No, make fun of them, and then they not no, no, follow no. do tell follow us how funny they we are.
0: Don't well, follow them. Follow us, and we will show you the pictures that we want you to see of them. And then Julia. you don't have to give them any more attention. Julie is my keeper.
1: I'm yeah. like a. Cannon. Julie is my my leash oh,
0: given, given the weirdo Rodriguez is some free press here no, don't know. follow them follow us at resting bitch pod and we'll tell you everything you need to know that about also them
1: true. don't follow them I, I gave you a fake <laughs> Instagram handle it's not even their Instagram handle <laughs>
0: yeah well that was pretty awesome I love when you do the takedowns other people love them as well um so we're gonna keep doing them and then also we're gonna get started on some deep dives soon we have some great ideas everybody
1: about the deep dives coming soon pretty please um mommy please i don't
0: (laughs) i don't know which one we were gonna do first
1: um well can i just tell them some of the ones we're gonna do and it doesn't matter which one i do first just tell
0: them like one because i don't want anybody to you know we have so many listeners out there i wouldn't want anyone to copy us
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) So I'm just gonna tell everybody, shh, it's a secret. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the hashtag Free Britney movement.
0: Yes, we are. We gotta to do some research though?
1: because I want to do two at the same time. Okay. Okay. So I also really, really want to talk about the Glee curse.
0: Yes, we are gonna be doing that. I probably but will when do you the say the this-
1: Glee first. But I also want to do free okay. at the same time because I feel like they're kind of in the what same you say thing. The same
0: time. Are you talking about the same episode? Because that'll be like a no, three no, hour no, episode. No, no,
1: no, no. I just want to like I, I want to record them like back to back.
0: All right. Yeah, so we're planning on um doing some show recaps here and there. We have a Love After Lockup season three, episode one recap in the bag. Um, but we are not gonna be doing every week recaps we're just not passionate about it there's some episodes that we love and that we want to talk about but we are not going to be a step-by-step recap episode by episode podcast unless
1: You absolutely (laughs) ask us to, but you have to literally, like, you need to comment on our Facebook group, on our Instagram, on our something. You need to tell us that it's worth our time and passion to do it. Because, like, if people want it, I can become passionate about it. But if I'm just doing it to hear myself talk, like, that's a long time. Like, we we sat there and talked about it yesterday, and I was like, it's a lot of fucking work to do a recap. And if nobody cares about it, like, I don't want to do it. I would right, really do yeah. my takedowns, my deep dives, because like nothing oh, yeah, excites fun. me more than being an asshole.
0: <laughs> well, it's 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 fun. We enjoy it. It's more of a passion to do the research and the project that way. Um, we do love Love After Lockups, so we'll probably do some here and there. The new yeah. season was pretty awesome. I'm definitely um, committed
1: enough to wait until the, the last two couples come on, because we only met five of the seven
0: doing the weekly bitch fit every week. That's for sure. And then, you know, couple times a month, you're going to get a, well, like once a month, you'll get a deep dive. Once a month, you'll get a takedown. And then we are also opening up our Patreon. The first episode that we're doing on Patreon is going to be so interesting. Uh, Melinda went to a psychic and she read her. Holy shit. Melinda took uh, audio of the entire thing. It's amazing. I listened to the whole thing. I was blown away. I want to go to one now. But I'm going to kind of interview her a little bit before we get into the audio. And then then we're going to do the uh, audio of the uh, experience. So it's going to be pretty cool. So anyways, you guys, check us out on uh, Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod. Join our Facebook group at RBF Pod because Facebook won't let us say the B word. And um, let's just keep your eye out for the next episode. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.